Greetings, my internet friends. Welcome to Walking and Talking. I think I've just been holding back. The urge to cringe at myself, resisting the urge. And in a sense, it seems almost as if the decision to move forward with and through being myself without cringing is as if I experience the core of my disgust in a much more direct fashion and it seems more powerful or at least in the space of alternatives I could have imagined myself shouting ew in disgust clenching up my body but I realize that that would kind of engage me in a negative cycle Instead of reaching away, instead of obeying the impulse of repulsion, just going ahead and delving maybe uh, further into that which what seemed to repulse me and not that it's comfortable but it seems acceptable in a way and then while I'm here I can kind of start to see the perspective that is repulsed as being something 
foreign to myself. As being a somewhat abstracted projection from myself. As being constituted by a projected eyes of other and then thinking that it may be unnecessary at this time to be imagining the other. However, it is happening regardless. I'm constructing you, constructing me. I'm conjuring up your indistinct form. Only knowing that in some sense you see, but at the same time you don't see. At the same time, there is no seeing. Or it could be said that the more clearly that you see, the closer you are to there being no seeing at all. reaching out into a, a probability space. Towards sort of a horizon where there is no probability of anything.
or is it the other way around? I'm comforted by you, by your presence. But I would have to admit that the aspect of you by which I am most comforted by is your absence. The presence of your absence. Because your absence in its, in its formlessness connects via the back route, the back way, the, the back door, the back alley. It connects to my back alley. It connects to my back door. We have the same back alley. We share. We share an alley. We're like neighbors. You and I, we can we can come out our front doors and see each other, and we can go back in our front doors and close the door and think of each other as discrete entities, but still, all the while. We share this back alley. Which, you know, isn't isn't so much a thing, it's a space. It's a void. Because, you know, if you didn't have that void there, there'd be no travel. Assured by your flawed nature, because that's the same, that's the same. That's the same space that not only allows for the passage between your house and my house, the fact that I could come through the back alley 
enter your home and look at the inside of your front door without ever touching it. And that you could do the same for my front door. The fact that you have access to the inside of my front door There's a neighborly bond here. And even we could we could come out our front doors, you and I. And throw down in the middle of the street. And beat the shit out of each other. really feel it, you know? Really feel the hatred. And yet, at the same time, in each of us, we would know deep down that we both have back doors. Around which you put your more unsightly items like your rubbish bins and the things that you still need to take to get recycled. as if we don't even have to come out of the front door ever. I think some people don't.
Or we could both come out the front door. All smiling. Our shit-eating grins. At each other. And act like some glad-handed fuckers. And give each other compliments. And get a sick sense of pleasure out of it. Knowing all the, all the while that I know that you know. And you know that I know. We know. We know. That we know. What's really going on. So I welcome you to blow smoke up my ass. And even if I hold your smoke blowing ass at a distance, at an arm's length, We both still know about the tube. Not the tube through which you blow the smoke, but like, kind of like the tube that plugs into the back of your skull. It plugs into the back of all of our skulls. And then it kind of like, all those tubes converge at a central manifold, if you will. And at any point, any one of us could crawl out of our own skull, through the tube, reach the manifold, go into any other tube. You know what I'm talking about.
sometimes you wake up in the morning <clears throat> and you can't help but think of your unstoppable march towards falling apart Everything that gives you any comfort is eventually going to fall apart. It's going to dissolve. And you think about everything else that's currently dissolving and that has dissolved. You've seen it. You even seen the things that you helped contribute to their destruction. You seen them. You seen the thing. You seen a thing dying. And you were part of it. And you know that that's going to be you at some point. So you're like, ugh, uh, but, uh, or you're like, oof. You know what I mean? Even if 90% of the time, even if, even if 95% of the time, you think that you accept your own death, and then sometimes you wake up and you're like, oof. already in the process. Ooh, this is what's happening. But then, eventually, you just get up and go do something and uh, forget about it and then like, oh, oh, something like, yeah, this is, this is, this is death and it's fine. It's totally fine already. It's already death. And you're like, this is no biggie. You're like, this is the same old thing.
that I that I that I uh, experience every damn day. And especially on what you imagined was dying is barely even a memory. A memory that has no weight. You comfort me and especially your unformedness. Especially that which is behind the part of you that asks, what the fuck am I doing? Especially that part of yourself that you try to keep hidden. That's the part of you That's the part of you that I'm standing on. 
in a good way. It keeps my circulation going. Unsightly tube sticking out of you. That you try to, you know, keep out of the camera frame. I can't see it, but I can feel it. You're keeping my blood pumping. Especially by all of your worrying. Especially all your questioning. All your wondering about whether you're living right or not. And all those weights upon your mind, all those doubts, all that remorse about the things that you're doing and that you're going to do. Keeping me fed with all of that. It's my bread and butter. And you're churning it out.
and I gotta thank you for that. And I hope that I can do my best to return the favor. Don't worry, because I surely won't embark on a rampage on top of the one. That you and I, yeah. have already been on. But I promise that I'm gonna try to do my best to be the furrowed brow man in the cockpit instead of being 
the metal exterior. But I failed to do that. In my very promising thereof, I performed a performative contradiction. However, by doing so, I have generated some amount of remorse. For which you are now indebted to me. You owe me for that one. You owe me for that one. But I have no doubts that you're good for it. In fact, I trust you 100%. I can see that you're in the process of getting me back right now. But you know, we're neighbors, and therefore, it ain't no thing at all. What I want to know is how optional
is your form. When they say that you smell so sweet that you could have been some perfume How much truth is there to that statement? Or am I badly warped in my perspective? Am I deluded? In thinking there may be some optionality to all of this. What am I missing by looking in a particular direction? I won't ever know. I can't know. Because knowing is always looking in a particular direction. Shit!
and so I keep you unformed. I keep you a cloud. Cause I'm not trying to cramp your style. I don't want to hem you in uh, And that's why I keep you uh, at an arm's length, a long arm. I'm trying to keep you also from making me too much of a thing.
but also it's probably fine. On the same token, there's no risk of anything becoming too much of a thing. Because then the act of preventing things from becoming too much of a thing, itself becomes too much of a thing. Everything's too much of a thing. I can't help it. Everything's turning into its opposite. Fuck! And that's perfectly fine. And all the conditions that I thought were exactly wrong turned out to be conducive enough for this. This. Check it out. Check this out. Check this out! Biatch! I'm trying not to feel remorse. For feeling remorse. For being stupid and saying stupid things.
I'm trying not to worry about about being fragmented I'm trying not to worry about feeling as if I'm moving about because no one's moving about no one's moving about no one's moving I don't think you should worry so much about me and my experiences because I don't have any, there aren't any. You don't have any either. I know it may sound like a rude thing to say. But I'm trying to get better at saying rude things.
And if I have an experience, it's a mistake. But luckily, there aren't any mistakes. Which is the same thing as saying that there's only mistakes. There's only mistake. Which means you don't have to worry about it. Do you see everything receding? Everything's receding, but it's still here. It's always receding without leaving our view. I'm trying to hold really still. So as to avoid becoming too much of a thing. I'm trying to hold so still that I become something outside.
And then... I look back on the agency that would have me hold still. And I realized that was movement and direction. And I'm trying to accept that there isn't such a thing as openness. There's just what appear as differently shaped mistaken directions.
and what you might have seen here, what you think you might see here, is false. It's fake. Anything that you might feel drawn towards. Or repulsed by. It's all distractions. But without distractions, what would there even be? I'm trucking right along here and hiding things from you. And the things that I hide from you are the things that should reassure you. About how the things that you hide from me connect us that they open us up to an entire hidden world.
because the hidden world the things about you that are hidden from me and the things about me that are hidden from you are the things that we only have access to when we cease to see when we stop seeing and stop hearing Stop hearing me. Everything you see and that you hear Especially this Is a wall
facade type of wall, a thick one. It's just here to block your view. I feel like I'm being electrocuted. And like it's you that's doing it to me. I feel like you're pressing the button that shocks me. Remember, always remember to smash that like button. Things can't fall apart enough. I've been trying to let them fall apart. And it seems like they keep falling apart. But there continues to be more and more to fall apart. It never finishes. It never finally falls all apart. There's always something more. That's together. There's always, there's always something that's put together just how it should be.
everything keeps collapsing, but then it's all still exactly how it should be. What the hell? that breaks apart and falls off keeps revealing something inside it it's this damn well built I've been coming off of it for years, and I can't get off. Off it. The more that there's this thing, the more it seems stuck.
but I keep making this thing. And the more that I look away from it, the more solid it becomes. I'm trying to go into you. But that might be the wrong approach. And I'm trying to get away from you. And so it seems like I just gotta hold still. I gotta relax and hold still. Until you disappear. still and I recommend that you do the same but who am I to tell you if I'm really holding still it's not an issue what you do. Oh, 
Peter. I seem, I seem to have lost something, but it couldn't have gone far. It couldn't have gone far. This is a replacement for your other possible experiences. This is this is kind of like a imitation experience for people like you who find experience to be a little unsavory. This is, this is just holding space. Because in the vacuum, it won't be long before an apparent experience comes to get you. And so this is just a filler that keeps the experiences at bay. And so I'm trying to produce a lot of filler material for you.
And for me, so that we can be together in the absence of experience. But you know, and I know, that we have not had experiences. But here we are. Digging in to 
a state of desire. Let your desire slice you open. Do not Stitch yourself up. Don't let anybody else stitch you up. We know that we are burning.
I burn more by not feeling the heat. Because to feel the heat is to detract from it. It's to steal a part of it. By taking it, I'm wasting it. What I see, I destroy. By seeing it. The more you hear me, the more you're sucking up my sound! But luckily, everything is receding from my view. Like I'm reverse seeing it. Images spewing out of my eyes. There goes my glove.
everything that you are being, you owe back. But luckily, you haven't borrowed anything. But also, I owe everything to you. And everything you lend out, you get back eventually. I found something to look for.
to hold still enough that I could begin desiring to desire to want to make the world again and to make myself again To want to come out the front door and greet you again. I want to be more mistaken. Even more mistaken than I already am. I would like to propose that you and I fight.
and I suggest that if and when we fight, I will win. Do you think differently? Do you think that you would win? I'm imagining us fighting in the street. Unformed. So tangled as to be indistinguishable to the onlookers. into one creature and we challenge the onlookers to a fight. And then we fight with the onlookers And all that is discernible is a flurry of fists and feet. A flurry of fists and feet. Comes knocking on your door.
everything that I'm hiding from you. It's the rest of your life before and after this. I'm keeping it hidden in the cupboard as a special treat for you. A special treat, a little reward, a little reward. A little treat for you, a little reward. For your job well done. You've done a good job. You're still doing a good job. You're doing a very good job. You're doing a very good job. And so I'm gonna reward you. Uh, <coughs> with the rest of your life past and future but you can't all, you can't have that all the time it's only for special occasions and when you've done a good job But you don't get it. you don't get it yet. But you could you could have it. You could have it. But I see I see that you are being very patient and holding off on having your dessert.
You're being so patient. But just think about how sweet it's gonna be to project yourself in time. Even though you know that it's a sometimes treat, not an always food. But sometimes food to be in time. such it's such a treat to act like you have a continuity to pretend to pretend
we don't want to see each other through each other's eyes. And I don't want, I don't even want to see your eyes except from b behind. I don't want you to see my eyes either. Except from behind. And you'll see what I'm seeing, which happens to be what you are seeing. The only thing that I'm seeing is what you're seeing, which is only what I'm seeing.
You know, the farther we keep each other, the farther apart we keep each other, the better our interactions. So, do not understand me, please. And I will not understand you. I'm excited to begin telling a story. And I imagine that you are as well.
but the time in between stories lasts forever. I just wanted to get in my particular, my particularly favored form of discomfort. And my wish was granted. I'm stupefied. With excitement. I really am happy.
I can hardly believe it. I feel like I've died and gone to heaven. It's you! I can't believe it. It's so, it's so good. It is so good. That it's you and, you and that you're here. sound that I make when I see you.
That's the sound that I made when I saw a dog dressed up in all of your clothes. But now it's really you! Exactly you. It's specifically you. And all your specificity. It's a, uh, uh, can't believe it. Look at this. I don't mean inside here, I mean out there. Look, look, look at what you're seeing. Look at what you're seeing. Holy. I can't believe 
that you're seeing this. Whoa. Not this. I can't believe I can't believe you're seeing this. All you have to do is wait. Just wait. Waiting is doing something.
just keep waiting. Is it? It goes through uh, stages, it seems like. But then it gets to a stage where it seems as if there haven't been any stages at all.
I I don't know what this is. I mean, I don't I don't think that I ever knew, but I feel like I particularly don't know. I even more don't know. I don't know. I don't even know about that. Probably, probably fine to go ahead and destroy. Whatever might have been. doesn't even leave memories. But this is a far cry from that. I'm in a state of retreat. Cuz I I cowered. Away. I'm cowering away.
I am hiding in my shelter. where I can remain full of beans full of I've been staying in my house I'm in my house right now And you are part of my house. You are most of the walls.
I swear I'm gonna clean up. I swear I'm gonna pick up the clutter. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get it together. I'm gonna reorient myself. And I'm gonna get it right this time. I'm gonna correct my attitude. I'm gonna lose my attitude. I'm gonna lose my altitude.